0: we
1: joined on the line by criminal law expert with The Bridge Group, Advocate Manny Witts. Thanks for your time
0: as always, Advocate. No, any a pleasure. Morning to you and morning to the listeners.
1: So were you at all surprised at the turn of events?
0: Um, yes and no. You know, it's not very really easy to get to the Constitutional Court. I was actually there last week and it takes quite an effort to actually get there. But the problem is, until one sees reasons, if they give reasons, which they don't normally give, you normally just get a letter to the instructing attorney, which just tells you your appeal has been accepted, and they give you a date to come and argue and file your practice note and heads of argument, alternatively you would get a letter saying the appeal has not been accepted, it's been dismissed. So, you know, it could have gone one way or another. I mean, they raise certain arguable legal submissions and arguable issues, but obviously the Learned judges, the Constitutional Court who dealt with the matter, felt that there were no prospects of success on appeal. So, you know, it's one of those that could go either way.
1: And what does this mean for Oscar exactly? And has his legal team now exhausted all their options?
0: Well, they've exhausted all the options in regards to the actual merits of the conviction, because they only argued in regards to the conviction. They didn't deal at all with the question of sentence. I mean, they're very happy with the original sentence that was imposed before the appeal was upheld, that's the appeal of the state on a legal point, and it's now been referred back to the trial judge, the Honourable Justice Masipa, for sentencing proceedings. So in regards to the merits and the conviction, the remedies are now exhausted. You can't go any any further than uh, the way you've gone. And I must say, to their credit, um, they really gave it a full go. They did everything within their powers to put up proper legal submissions and arguments and the state for their point as well, in opposing it. So both sides have really acquitted themselves very well.
1: So this goes back to uh, Judge Masipa, and uh, is it, um, the? uh, I mean, uh, so is this it for Oscar? Could his sentence become worse? Uh, What is likely to happen then?
0: Well, um, he now falls within the provisions that are in existence since 1998 and the 1st of May every year, even though it's uh, Public Holiday Workers' Day, they extend the minimum sentence provisions. They've been doing it since 1998, so it's been on the statute books for quite a while. So he now faces, as a first offender, which he is, we all know that that's what he is. He didn't have any previous convictions. He faces a minimum of 15 years or a maximum of 20 years. Every first offender in his position for an offense of that nature, which is murder, where intention was now proved and where the Supreme Court of Appeal have upheld the appeal of the state, and unless you can show substantial and compelling circumstances, um, that is the only way that the presiding judge can deviate from what the legislature has set down, that is the minimum sentence. And they will definitely take into account what the Supreme Court of Appeal said, the year that plus-minus year that he's already spent in custody must be taken into account. So I've got no doubt that the presiding judge... Um, We'll look at that and at least take one year off and then if there are other substantial and compelling circumstances which the defence can now present and the state can also present aggravating evidence, um, it's up to the learned judge's discretion as to what sentence to impose.
1: Mm, Minimum sentence at this point, are you able to speculate on what that could be?
0: Um, you can 't really speculate you know it all depends on the discretion of the judge and it all depends on the quality of the evidence and the uh, evidence that is presented before her, both in aggravation by the state and in mitigation or extenuation by the defence so that 's very really, very really difficult to actually predict, but I, I, I would think it's definitely not going to be the minimum sentence because of the fact that he's already spent some time in custody, and I think the Supreme Court would have made it clear this should be taken into account, and I think also there is definitely evidence on record um, in regards to his disability, which shows substantial and compelling circumstances, but it's entirely up to the judge after she's heard both sides, together with legal submissions and argument and evidence she will then decide in her discretion what the appropriate sentence is. And then thereafter, um, the parties can then decide, depending what the eventual sentence is, whether they wish to appeal it any further, but only in the question in regards to the question of sentence. The conviction is now um, over. It's finished. It's now been uh, put in place, so they can't go on the conviction.
1: Oh, thank you so much for that. Clarity, criminal law expert with the Bridge Group advocate, Manny Witt.